Welcome to another edition of the YXC Sports Podcast. Of course, live from, from Wendell Clark's Classic Grill and Bar on the Wendell Clark's Classic Grill and Bar Facebook page, the YXC Sports Podcast Facebook page as well. And a big thanks to all of our audio listeners uh, listening to this version of the YXC Sports Podcast, episode 39. Ray Morrison, how are you? I'm fantastic. I got to, and this will be some of the final few days we get to wear the short sleeves, but yep. I actually sat outside and had a coffee down by the river for an hour today yeah. with my buddy Steve Pasqualano. Okay. So I got to make the most of these sunny days now. It's amazing. Yeah, it's yeah. good. Yeah, Our, uh, yeah, it was good. My yeah. uh, my house doesn't have air conditioning, so I'm kind of welcoming the, the cold Oh, there you go. Yeah. In this the is heat. your window. Yeah. So you're gonna Terrible. have about you're gonna have about two weeks where it's gonna be comfortable in your place to live. Yeah. Either that you're gonna be frozen yeah. or roasting. Yeah, one or the exactly. Other. It's, there's no in between. Uh, <laughs> big NFL day yesterday, of course. Yep. Over the weekend, it was uh, week two of uh, the NFL season. A lot of injuries, unfortunately. A lot of long-term injuries. Crazy. A lot of torn ACLs. In yeah. the NFL, uh, unfortunately, whether you want to chalk that up to lack of preseason games or this abbreviated no. training camp, I don't know. But I don't either think way, so. that sucks for the uh, for the game of the NFL. Your Atlanta Falcons, uh, <laughs> a, a, just an absolute oh. choke job yeah. against the Dallas Cowboys. Up twenty to nothing in the first quarter, and they lose forty to thirty nine. See, at least the Broncos never had the lead. Yesterday. That's right. There was never any hope for your Broncos. So you yeah, don't feel exactly. as bad as I do because exactly. I thought we were going to upset the Cowboys. Yeah, exactly. but you you know it's interesting. You were talking about, and I had to jot some of these down. You were talking a little bit about uh, the injuries. San Francisco probably hit the hardest. I can't recall a Sunday when um, commentators and broadcasters in the media talked about injuries yeah. so much. But San Francisco, they beat the Jets, and they beat up on the Jets pretty good, 31-13. But, boy, that Nick Bosa injury with yep. that suspected ACL, that's really going to hurt their defense. And even their quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo, with that high ankle sprain, um, that's going to be something. Drew Locke. Shoulder, yep. AC joint, yep. is what they're saying there. So, Cortland Sutton, uh, receiver for the Broncos, supposed to be the number one receiver in Denver, uh, apparently tore his ACL oh yesterday. Boy. And Christian McCaffrey, out multiple weeks with an ankle sprain in Tampa Bay. Yep. Uh, Tom Brady, um, they beat uh, they beat the, the Panthers as well. Some things we probably shouldn't be surprised at. Aaron Rodgers is 2-0, yep. right? So exactly. uh, Green Bay comes away with the win Tom there. Tom Brady got his first win in Tampa. Tom Brady got his first win for and Tampa And he looked Bay. a lot better yesterday than I thought in week one against the Saints. And that Seahawks-Pats game last oh, week. Oh, that was amazing. That was the best game of the, of that the was the That was the one? Week two, I think so. Yeah. Because yep. I watched the tail end. I mean, y- y- you couldn't argue about the excitement of that Dallas game. It was, yeah. it was exciting. But then you actually texted me and said, flip on the final few minutes of this. Yep. And that was... Uh, that was uh, that was pretty good. And uh, game two of the Stanley Cup Final. I was going to say, we can't forget, of course, game one of the Stanley Cup Final yeah. was on Saturday. Dallas and Tampa Bay. Dallas got out to a one nothing series lead. Are you surprised at all? Or should we be surprised by Dallas now or no? Well, I don't know if we should be surprised by Dallas. I'm not sure we thought that Anton Hudobin would be the star of the Dallas Stars in a series like this. You think about Tyler Sagan. You think about players that Dallas has that might be able to contribute. Their back end, we've talked about how lethal offensively their defenseman can be. But for Anton Hudobin, he made 22 third-period stops in that game one win. I mean, that's that's pretty remarkable. So he was really kind of – he was really kind of dialed in, and all the former Blades fans that remember his one year here are all – Excited about that. So, And, so of course, good. last week I was telling you how the Toronto Blue Jays were there in a playoff spot. I think they were second in the AL yeah. East and at the I time last week. And I don't count on it. And uh, they just got absolutely <laughs> spanked by the Yankees. Okay, before we long. get to our guests, i got one thing to say, yep. and that is got to say hi because I missed this last week. Out in Barry, Kyle Sova is a loyal watcher. Okay. So, Kyle, come out. 
back to Saskatchewan. Come have breakfast with us again. Tom, safe travels home. And Tori, uh, hi to you. I missed that last week. Yeah. Of course, we do have a special guest on the YFC we do. Sports uh, <laughs> podcast. We'll get to that in two seconds. Uh, right after I tell you that Wendell Clark's Classic Grill and Bar is, of course, open for business. You can enjoy their classics like the chicken tenders, the Wendell Burger, and the best fries in Saskatoon. Uh, of course, you can come on down Thursday night football. The NFL Sunday, Monday Night Football, the Stanley Cup Finals are still going on. The NBA is still going on. You can come on down and watch the Toronto Blue Jays as well. Uh, you can watch any and every sport at Wendell Clark's Classic Grill and Bar. They are on the corner of Circle and Idlewild. You can call 306-382-1717. Now for our special guest to the YXC Sports Podcast, of course, history in the making. If you haven't heard the news, Emma Ray Dale of the Saskatoon Valkyries, the very first female uh, to play in the Canadian Junior Football League. Of course, she is signed on to play with the Saskatoon Hilltops. So, Emma Ray, uh, a big congratulations and a big hello to you as well, and thanks for coming by. What has the past week been like for you? Uh, a whirlwind, <laughs> I guess, to start, honestly. I was going to say, I've yeah. seen you on TV before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's... Yeah. On, I don't even have words, honestly. Yeah. It's just... Yeah, it's been pretty crazy, <laughs> a little unexpected, I guess, but it's been good. So yeah. how did this, uh, sorry, Ray, how did this all come about? I know I've seen you do some other appearances, and you kind of said this was something that's been in the works since February. So mm-hmm. kind of how, how was that process? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, back in February, I was actually just working at Ignite, and uh, the Hilltops were having uh, practice on the like the turf at the Gordie Howe complex yep. and uh the coaches were just coming up to say hi to the guys check out the new place and whatever bumped into Jeff who's yeah coached me in the past and he just very nonchalantly said you should play with us and I went excuse me <laughs> <laughs> sorry what and I honestly didn't even know that he was talking about hilltops at first because I just it was so out of left field and not anywhere on my radar and Jeff Yowsey he's one of the assistant coaches with the Hilltops mm-hmm. the head coach of the Valkyries so anyway yes, go ahead. Yeah. yes okay go ahead. and uh and so I just kind of said I'm flattered you think I could play with men just to clarify <laughs> and he went well yeah I've seen both sides and got my contact information and things just kind of got rolling from there he talked to Sarge and the commissioner of the CJFL and uh then I was supposed to have my first indoor practices with them uh pre-COVID but then yeah COVID hit and then that didn't happen and then things just kind of kept rolling though throughout isolation and here we are. (laughs) So you have been practicing with the team for the last couple of weeks how Mm -hmm. have you found it? It's been good it's definitely been a challenge like I wasn't expecting a walk in the park either so yeah it's been a challenge but it's it's been good yeah definitely uh, a fun experience so far. And of course uh, Wendy and Darren have already put a couple of uh, kids through uh, the Saskatoon Hilltops program of Donovan and Anthony, uh, so they'll have to dig out all that old Hilltops garb again for, yeah. those, for those cold, right? Honestly, all the toques, all the jackets yeah, will have to I come think, out again? I think when I first told them that was what they were most excited for was to just take <laughs> it all up again. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, Don the Dale stuff again. Yeah, that's, yeah exactly. Uh, that's, uh, yeah. that's terrific. Uh, Ian, maybe we could roll through some of those pictures. Our producer's going to roll just through some pictures, and we'll just chat uh, this would have been probably, I'm assuming, about 10 years ago, Emma Ray yeah. with uh, your brothers, uh, Anthony on the left and Donovan on the right. For all of our uh, audio listeners that can't see this, uh, this picture, it is Emma Ray wedged <laughs> between her uh, two older brothers uh, as a member of the Saskatoon Hilltops. Yeah, yeah that was kind of a uh, tradition, was that we always took a little squish picture. <laughs> like there you that. go. And then even when Anthony was done, Donovan, like we still have a few of Donovan just like 
<laughs> yeah, right. Getting yeah. all his sweat all over. <laughs> yeah, and that looks like probably uh, a wave to a wave to the crowd before a game, yeah. after a game, during uh, a game. Oh, was, there was always a third quarter wave at the beginning oh, okay. of the third quarter. It was okay. you turned around and waved to mom and dad. So. And again, Anthony yeah. is sixty-seven. Donovan is seventy-nine up there. So that's uh, that's, that's terrific stuff. Uh, Louis Christ has been the longtime photographer of the Saskatoon Hilltops and the uh, Valkyries. Who are you bringing down here? Uh, number 10. I, th- I actually not sure, don't remember what her last name is. Honestly, they're all a But a, per, likely another win over the ride, I yeah. would think, right? Yes, yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. How did you get to, as we roll through these, Ian, how did you get to, to play linebacker? Like, how did that get to be your position? Uh, kind of funny, actually. I honestly didn't even really know what a linebacker was when I first started playing yep. football. Didn't really understand what they did. I actually kind of thought I was going to be like a running back even like when I was actually like of age 18 to play Valks I actually had a white jersey for my first couple practices because I thought I was going to be a running back and then uh, there was a our treasurer at the time Chris Apolischek went no you're a (laughs) defense you're going to be on defense gave me a black jersey and then started playing linebacker and kind of fell in love with it (laughs) oh is that so what is it about your skill set uh because i understand you have a nickname happy feet (laughs) it's an old nickname (laughs) old you didn't know i knew that did you (laughs) (laughs) that comes from your soccer days (laughs) as i understand it but i mean that versatility (laughs) of linebacker though that 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 skill set that you would pick up in soccer obviously comes in handy in mm-hmm. in uh, being a, an outside linebacker anyway. So yeah. um, was that one of the skills that you had that kind of lent itself to you being a linebacker, do you think? Or? I think so, yeah. Being fast is obviously like a huge asset to have as a linebacker and be able to read yeah. things quickly and make those kind of like spur of the moment decisions and um that's something i think yeah just from playing soccer like for 14 ish years like you you kind of you make those on the fly decisions and so i think that definitely kind of transitioned over to football a bit so yeah i guess that definitely helped (laughs) obviously uh you know your two older brothers you know played football for the hilltops and uh, some other things like that. So when did your love affair for football begin and kind of when did you decide to take up uh, playing football? Yeah, um, I've always loved football. Uh, yeah, even like being like a five-year-old girl, yeah. <laughs> like watching yep. them play, um, always kind of fell in love with it. Even like in elementary school, I'd be one of the girls with the boys playing mm-hmm. touch at recess. Right. And like it was just always my favorite sport to play. Um, I, yeah, and then I guess in high school is when I started playing flag and kind of sort of like sort of got the ball rolling there and uh yeah always loved going to watch all like all four of my brothers play football throughout their high school days and then for hilltops watching their university ball too um it was always kind of like the highlight of my fall actually was just to go watch them play football and uh yeah pretty strong football household and kind of runs in the blood i guess yeah julian and fabian are the other two brothers yes. in, in the family and uh talisha 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 yeah. is yeah. Uh, also a member of that family of course as well so that's cool so other than outside of the house mm-hmm. uh did you have any sort of role models growing up that you kind of look, look to yeah. uh, i uh 
Yeah, definitely. There's like a lot of female athletes, yeah. I guess. Like, um, well, recently Bianca Andreescu was just Isn't obviously that unbelievable? Canadian powerhouse. Isn't that yeah, remarkable. That's yeah. such a great story. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and like even Serena and Venus Williams, just yep. like powerhouse athletes. Um, Clara Hughes, Cindy Clausen, just a lot of really great Canadian athletes who I really looked up to and just their work ethic, I guess. Um, but honestly, most of my like role models kind of came from within. Like I always just kind of. Like Donovan and Anthony, I obviously really looked up to, and even just the women that were around me playing football, it's just people that I aspire to be like. So yeah, yeah. you know, we talked about Anthony and Donovan. Anthony went on to play for the University of Regina Rams, and uh, Donovan was actually, and we used to give Wendy a tough time about this because she'd actually <laughs> walk into Griffith Stadium with her UBC Thunderbirds garb on, yeah. and we used to say, "You don't look like you belong here." You so can't do that. we used to have a lot of fun with your with your mom and dad, obviously, but mm -hmm. but. Um, I guess the other part of that would be, you know, just those accomplished athletes, right? That, mm -hmm. that just make it to that level. It, yeah. it just had to kind of feed your motivation a lot. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Ray, so it's good. Ray kind of just asked, you know, who, who are your, your role models? But it's kind of shifted into you're going to end up being a role model for somebody, right? So what mm -hmm. are you kind of hoping this does for women in, in sports and not just football, but all sports? Mm -hmm. What are you kind of hoping this accomplishes yeah. for, for them? Uh, I definitely just hoping that it just gives girls everywhere courage to try a sport or like anything. It doesn't even have to be a sport, but just like just the courage to know that they can do yeah. anything that like they put their minds to and um, definitely hope it grows women in football and hopefully kind of helps get that ball rolling even at the grassroots level. Um, but, yeah, I just kind of hope that maybe it inspires a few people to just go out of their comfort zone and try something new. You know, Ronnie Lott, uh, Hall of Famer, NFL defender, superstar, uh, was up for the dog's breakfast a few years ago. And we were trying to explain to Ronnie during a VIP night just before the breakfast the next morning about this Valkyries team. Mm -hmm. He comes to the breakfast and says, okay, somebody explain this powerhouse you have, this women's football team. And he was just enamored with the whole idea of mm -hmm. how a team could be that dominant. So you talk about all the championships that you were a part of as, as a, a Western Women's Canadian Football League champion. Um, within that team, who were some of the players that you kind of looked to and and mm. and kind of uh, got your inspiration from? Yeah, for sure. Uh, in my rookie season, there were a lot. Yeah. We had a, a, an, a yeah, we won the ship that year. Yep. So um, Jamie Lammerding, uh, powerhouse on the D line, sometimes played both ways, D line and O line, and she's the lifer on the Valks too. Like for she, sure. she's yep. been part of it like since day one, kind of deal. Also president of the WWCFL. Yep. So definitely looked up to her and just like her love of football. Um, Marcy Halseth was an incredible receiver. Uh, Julian Friesen, an amazing running back. And uh, Beth Lalonde, of course, who I'm a linebacker with, yeah. who's just, yeah, just, they're just phenomenal athletes and their love for the game and, I don't know the work that they put into it. Just I, I aspire to be like them. Yeah, is well, your is go ahead. Well, I'm sure I'm missing a few as well. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, you just, know what? Uh, That's always a tough yeah. question to ask, right? Because yeah. you're going to miss something. So I probably got you in trouble yeah. with that one. We kind of touched on it a little bit earlier, just about the transition from Valkyries to Hilltops. But I get the sense that you know, culture-wise, they're very similar, right? Very mm -hmm. two very successful programs, right? That have kind of grown in Saskatoon. So in terms of you know transitioning from a culture standpoint and a locker room standpoint. How has that kind of been through the first, you know, few weeks? I got to think that the success of the Valkyries, you, you kind of know what it takes to win mm -hmm. so you can bring that attitude to the Hilltops. Yeah, the culture has definitely kind of been the same, but also it's, I mean, there's not really that locker room stuff yet because yeah. we're not even allowed yeah. in the clubhouse. So, right. I mean, but definitely the same. Just this is a winning team. We're going to do all that we can to 
compete and win. <laughs> so what will be the biggest transition in going against the Prairie Football Conference offense for yourself? Um, definitely just bigger, stronger <laughs> yeah. linemen. And so it's going to be more of a, I think, even just mental game, just to like not hesitate and, you know, not be fearful of just that knowing that these are going to be bigger guys now. Um, definitely just have to keep in check that I need to hold my ground a little more, stay low, you know, just all the little things of being a linebacker that it's going to be like crucial to keep up with. And we can't wait to get football back in the field. This uh, pandemic mm-hmm. is just uh given we football nuts just a tough time uh you know it's been really it's been really hard but um when you do get back on the field uh what have you worked on or maybe with the Valkyries what have you done special teams wise because a lot of times that's that's a third of the game that Mm -hmm. we just don't talk about it's either offense defense right but your your special teams roles what do you yeah I've been on five of six special teams so kickoff kickoff return punt team everything punt return uh yeah, you, I've been part of the wedge for, yep. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. uh, yeah, just, I don't know, I love special teams, just being able to fly down the field as yep. fast as you can, making an open field tackle, <laughs> love it. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's, uh, that's really good. Uh, your NFL team is? The Saints. The Saints. <laughs> yeah. See, between the three of us, Matthew, she's got <laughs> probably the best team of us all, right? Because you're the Broncos yeah. guy, my Falcons yeah. have taken it on the chin. Yeah, Saints have been good. Why do you like uh, Why do you like New Orleans? I uh, it just kind of came when I was like eight years old. My brothers were playing Madden a lot, and oh, there you go. I, yeah, wanted I wanted to play too. So every times where I would just you know play the game on my own because they'd never let me play with them, obviously. <laughs> and uh, that kind of just I liked their colors. Yeah. <laughs> and that was that was it. Just chose them to be my be my team. <laughs> yeah, football is part of life. But of course, you and I were talking. Uh, you just finished up kinesiology. I did. Yes. At the University of Saskatchewan. Yes. Yeah. And so, what do you plan to do with with, with that? that? And after football, what are yeah. where are we going to see you? <laughs> um, I'm just taking the year off right now. Just working still at Ignite and. Uh, Kind of, there's kind of a few different options. Might dabble in the strength and conditioning world. Okay. Um, thinking about maybe applying to physio or OT too. Maybe yeah. even nursing. Or, it's like, yeah, I just have a lot of options. So yeah. open book right now. So kind of just figuring it out. Great stuff. Yeah. That's uh, that's good. Five, we talked before, five siblings, right? So there's yes. six kids in the in the Dale family. So mm-hmm. now can you kind of give those older siblings a little bit of payback? Because, you know, Anthony, Donovan, they're probably not in as good a shape as they were when they played football, right? There's, so. there's definitely a little bit of competition of who is, who is yeah. Alpha Dale kind of thing. And, uh, yeah, me and Don, especially because we're both at Ignite, there's always a little bit of competition of who is the strongest yeah. Dale now. But yeah, uh, still great. definitely him. So what are your what are your kind of goals when you do get on the field, you know, in 2021? Obviously, mm-hmm. everybody knows the status of the CJFL and the PFC for 2020. But, you know, when you do return to the field, you know, in live game action, hopefully in 2021, what kind of things are you kind of – hoping to accomplish for yourself and what kind of goals have you set for yourself? Yeah, I'm, I'm just hoping that I make a difference on the field, you know, um, make big stops, of course, and yeah. just, yeah, any, any opportunity to be on the field is honestly going to be just, I don't know, an accomplishment in and yep. of itself. So, um, yeah, I'm just hoping to contribute to the success of the team and do my best and work my ass off every play yep. and just, yeah, go out there and give it my all. Good. Good stuff. Can't get much better than no, that. No, that's it. That's, that's, that's a good note to end on. Answer. I think that's yeah. terrific. Yeah. Um, obviously, your Saints are taking on the Oakland Raiders tonight on Monday Night Football. Yeah, so go. they got off to a big 1-0 start against the uh, Buccaneers last week. So what do you uh, what do you predict from your uh, Saints this season? Good team. Good, good team. team. Yeah. Th- uh, good things are coming, I think. Good yeah. <laughs> I hope. <laughs>
Can't get much yeah. better than that. So uh, we have a little, uh, now that we know that you're a Toronto Maple Leafs fan as well, uh, on behalf oh, of Wendell Clark's classic Ray, I had such high hopes. <laughs> no, uh, I'm kidding. I'm teasing. And the <laughs> YXE Sports Podcast, we have a little uh, little gift of uh, Wendell Clark uh, himself oh, on the go. table. Thank you so much. I really <laughs> appreciate it. And, uh, Absolutely. Great. You can take that home and you can add it to the Leaf Shrine. So, uh, But a big thanks uh, again yeah, for Thanks you. for coming Thank down. Thank you so much for having we, me. Yeah, I you really bet. It's been great. Hi to the folks. Hi to the family. Yes, that's good. There's a lot of people looking up to you as well a lot of young young women you in bet. sports so that's that's fantastic awesome. so Thank big you. thanks to you and a big thanks to all of our listeners uh, of course uh, live on the Wendell Clark's Classic Grill and Bar Facebook page thanks to everybody on the YXC Sports Podcast Facebook page and a big thanks to all of our audio uh, listeners as well you can find your favorite podcasts on every podcast platform you can also head to our website yxcsportspodcast.com for Emma Ray Dale for Ray Morrison I'm Matt Morrison thanks a bunch and we will talk to you next week